talking about video games. Yeah! Hello, everyone listening on the internet or whatever device plays sound that you are listening on. This is the Namek vs. Sane podcast. I am Patrick Shanley, editor with The Hollywood Reporter. Joining me, as always, is my friend and co-host, Edmund Arnold. Edmund, how are you doing? I'm alive, so I guess that's good. Well, I mean, beauty's in the eye of the beholder, I guess. Yeah, life is cool, I guess. Is it overrated? I don't know. Yeah, I'm good. Everything's cool. Are you okay? Should I call here. someone? Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. Oh. It's just it's gloomy over here. I haven't seen the sun in a couple of days, and whenever DeBerry gets like this, I just get really gloomy. Let me ask you like, something about San Francisco. In the summertime, okay, so L.A.'s weird, right? Our summer doesn't start until, like, halfway through July. What's it like? Mm-hmm. When is summer in San Francisco? Well, L.A.'s a devil town. That's true. Summer, I don't know. I've been out here for three years now. It's weird because it starts late August. That's when it gets really hot. And then it's it's usually hot, hot in September around this area, and then it gets cold. But it's, it was a cool summer this summer. Do you have air conditioning? No. Yeah. You don't need it. I need it here. Good Lord, I'm dying. That's because you're in the devil town. You're with all those heathens and all those sinners. You're listening so to air conditioning talk. Oh, man, this is good. We're already in contentious mood because there was some news <laughs> this week that I know that we're going to argue about. Uh, and that was news from Microsoft that they are – Teasing fundamental change to their Xbox achievements uh, right on the cusp of the release of the Xbox One X. What are your yeah. thoughts about this? I think it's a good move because I think it sounds like they are going to, according to Mike Ibarra, uh, Xbox platform VP, um, and and interview he did with a podcast, Windows Central. He said they're working on a bigger, more meaningful change that somebody's gaming accomplishments in history of the gamer on Xbox. So they can reflect more, uh, let people show their gaming history as they're sad. So it sounds like if you're playing one game for longer periods of time, you're going to be rewarded for playing that one game, as opposed to playing multiple games over long periods of time, where usually those those people playing more games would get a, have would have a higher gamer score than those that are playing just that one game. So I think it in a way it is good for those that are like playing certain games professionally. They can keep up if they're playing competitively against their friend next to them they can keep up the gamer scores see i don't take it very seriously yeah and i don't mind that that you don't have to play tons of games to get your gamer score up my problem lies in the fact that you said rewarded what is the reward that you're getting a number next to your username yes and that's a huge reward well what does that mean what do i get with it it means that I have accomplished more than the person the other people on my like friends list or the other people that I come in contact with but that doesn't translate into anything like real and tangible, though, right? Like, I'm not getting discounts on Xbox games because I have a higher gamer score. Well, it depends on how you would view Pride, right? It's in terms, some people view Pride as very important in video games, and I think that's the only reward you really get is the sense of pride of completing something, the sense of pride of being better than someone at something. So, these so are, this is just a Pride award. It's just like, look at what I did. Pride, sense of accomplishment. Look and it's like look at my history. Look at all look at all the games that I play. Look at all the game. Look at what I've completed in all these games that I've played. It's it's something that you know you should take pride in. All right, fair it's enough. I mean, money and time, and it's it, you know it takes a lot of time. A lot of people chase after trophies in PlayStation games. A lot of people chase after achievements in Xbox games uh, people, so they could have a higher gamer score. Yeah, and people do it in insane ways. Be like, oh, did you collect all the blue rubies from? 
Mountain XYZ in this game. The conversation is never like that, but yeah, it's similar. <laughs> that was, it, that's yeah. exactly what the conversation is like. I've heard gamers <laughs> talk before. Oh, you got all the blue rubies? No, but it's, just, it's you know, it's a sense of like, oh, I was able to, you know, get this gold trophy that only 20% of people that have bought this game have been able to accomplish. But are you even looking at that when you're playing with somebody? Are you pulling up somebody's gamer tag when you're playing with them online to see what gamer score they have? Some people are. I are think, you? Uh, are you doing that? I'm not, but it's more of a competitive thing for me and my group of friends. So just in your group of friends, you have to have, like, the highest gamer score, like, among, like, your clique. Yeah, it's not, like, something that we just, like, rag on each other for, but it's something that it's just like, haha, you you suck, get it, you know, get good, get good, fool. And, you know, it's something that we talk about sometimes, and it's something that we rag on each other sometimes, but it's nothing serious. It's not like anyone's going to kill themselves over a gamer score. It's fun. It's another fun way of being able to compare yourself to the people that you game with. Okay, like, I get that. I just feel like if it warranted even having, like, an announcement that there should be some takeaway other than just be... It's it's tantamount to them saying, like, we're going to have green controllers. Like, which I guess would be a headline, kind of, but I mean, like... Green controllers are a big deal. They, they would be, yeah, sorry. That's a big deal. But I'm, I'm sorry for interrupting your point. Oh, sorry, I, I got so angry about the color green. Well, I just don't understand why anyone would care enough to spend hours trying to get one some obscure trophy that... 90% of the people that you play games with are not even going to notice that you got. It depends on if you like the game. So if, uh, if you if, if you really love a game and you really want to put hours into it, then you're going to try to platinum that game or you're trying to get, you know, collect every achievement of that game. Uh, especially those multiplayer type games, especially those. And it's a way of challenging yourself. If you like to be challenged in video games, there's no better way than trying to uh, achieve every trophy or achieve every achievement in different various forms of whatever type of challenge they're presenting towards you. Have you ever done a challenge that was not enjoyable at all for you, but you just did it just to get the the trophy that comes with it? It's the same as playing a game that's not enjoyable to try to beat it. Why would it's you do that to yourself? Um, Batman Arkham Knight was the worst. That ending of that game was the worst. I had the worst time trying to play it, and I just wanted to see the ending, which was a decent ending. But that's an example of a game that I brutally did not like Hated every minute of controlling that Batmobile, but I, I, I went. I, I just wanted to see the ending. So that's that's not an, an exact example of what you're saying. Right. But if I don't want to get the achievement, if it's too hard, I'm not going to try to get it. Some people will try to get it, but for me, I give up easily. I give up on everything. This that's sounds- my motto. <laughs> if it's too hard, give up. Put it on a poster. We'll sell it on our website. That's- give up on everything, kids. I've given up on everything that has been hard to me. It's like chips, sports. <laughs> Like, school, everything that was hard to me, I'd give up. You know that cat poster where he's like, hang in there? <laughs> yeah, I'm me. the other one. I'm just like, just quit. Enjoy <laughs> your life while you can. It doesn't matter anyway. We're just here to die. It's just so. a cat surrounded by little airplane bottles of tequila passed out in a cat bed. Let's do Screw it. Screw it. Let's do it. <laughs> I'd wear that t-shirt. Yeah, I would too. I'd buy it today. It sounds like a fundamental like difference between us. So... Here's an analogy. A lot of people will will finish a book. I know you don't read, but a lot of people will finish a Readings book. Readings for felons and kindergartners. We keep going. <laughs> and kindergartner felons. Um, <laughs> Those are the worst, man. They're, they're in serious timeout. I worked with them, man. They're horrible. But people will finish a bad book just to say that they finished it. I won't do that. I've walked out of movies before. I probably shouldn't say that because sometimes I have to see movies for my job. But I'll walk out of a movie if it stinks. Mm-hmm. It's not good on you. Okay. Is it? So this is what my thing is, because a lot of people respond to it like that. Be like, well, you deserve to give it the time. I paid to see it. 
I, if I paid and I paid for a game and it stinks, then I'm going to be upset and I'm not going to force myself to do it because it's supposed to be entertainment to me. But if you have a fundamental difference in the way you're approaching it, um, I can understand it. I just don't feel that way. And that's how it feels with um, these achievements to me. Why would I Why would I force myself to get 800 headshots in a row in Halo just to get some trophy to impress some Wahoo in Iowa? Yeah, it's not even to impress some Wahoo in Iowa. Well, yeah, some, some Wahoo might be impressed in Iowa. I would be impressed if you got 800 headshots in a row in Halo. But it's it's... Like I said, it's you know it's a sense of accomplishment, and you know you don't get an award for beating video games. You don't get a hundred dollar paycheck in the mail. You know what I mean? Wow. So you have to, you have to, you have to take what they give. And this is a very fair way of being able to compare your achievements to other people that buy the same games that you do. Um, so for example, a lot of you get some video games just give you achievements for completing certain aspects of a game. If you just want to see if people how many times how many games a person have beat, you can go through their achievements and see that. So, you know, that's that's interesting to me. More so than what a person's achieved in a game is what have you how far have you gotten in the many games that you bought? Are you just the type of person that plays like 10 hours into a game gets bored and quits it or are you the type of person that completes every video game? That you know, that's impressive. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm then, definitely you know, the the former in that situation, but so and then you know, so, and then like I said, if you really like games, I like to compare, for example, like Star Wars or like for example, Splatoon didn't yeah. have any achievements in it. It kills me because I'm putting a lot of hours into Splatoon. I would like to compare myself to see how I'm doing compared to like my friends and how other people are doing in Splatoon. Ooh. So okay. that's a good example of like a game that I wish they had achievements in. Yeah, Nintendo, and I, I think, wish I had more achievements of. I, I I appreciate that actually. That makes more sense to me. If you are sinking that much time into it and you have nothing to show for it, look, I think a lot of it comes from I play a lot of old video games and those obviously didn't have this. I mean, this is a, this has been around for ten years. Apparently, achievements were first introduced more oh more than ten years ago with Xbox 360. And this is the first time they've really overhauled them or done any change to them. I'm just wondering how many people care. You know, I, I think a lot of people do. I think a lot of people would do, would care. Um, you know, just according to this article, it's not clear what Microsoft will introduce for Xbox Live achievements. But the company has a number of different ways it could better reflect gamer progress and history. I think if you have a lot of people like myself have been playing Xbox for a good part of their lives. So I, I think it, if they find a way to better represent all the games that I've played in my history so that it you know could better reflect my gamer score or it could better reflect like, you know, the people that just play multiplayer games so that their gamer score could better reflect the achievement that they've done. They can compare it to someone like me who just buys every game that comes out. I think that I think some a lot of people will appreciate that, myself included. Look, we like little things. I want my PlayStation. I want to be able to change my PlayStation Network name. That's such a small thing. We've never been able to get that. That and that's such like a, that. But that, you know, these are the small type of things that we really look forward to, and, and you know, a lot of things that change our attitudes towards these services that we pay for. So gamer scores, it's too little, too late. I love gamer score, but what it's whatever. All my friends are on PlayStation, and that's a big reason why I migrated to PlayStation because I want to see their trophies. I want to see where they, what their level is at. And if no one's at Xbox, if no one's on my Xbox, who am I comparing myself with? Why am I going to put these hours in, into these games and I don't have anything to show for it? Basically, like yeah. you said, it all goes back. I don't know. I just keep bringing it back to competitive gaming so often, but it's just like it's just another point of it. This is it's a social thing now video games and yeah they are yeah and this is just another level of that sociality with it but being social also breeds competition if it's something that you guys are playing i mean like any game by the very nature of the game itself has to have competition to it 
Yeah, and it's healthy competition. Yeah, yeah, it's I'm not, not saying like that thing where I'm like staying up all night to try to get more trophies than my roommate to say, hey, ha, 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 ha. it's this thing. It's like, oh, look, you bought this. You you went this far in this game. I couldn't get that far in this game. This game sucked. What yeah. about it compels you to get that far in it when I only quit on five hours? He's explaining it to me. He convinces me, oh, maybe I should have put more time into it. Maybe I would enjoy it. But mm-hmm. when they say that, they are saying, nah, 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 nah. Be in the back of their head, they're like, <laughs> you suck. You dirty quitter. Yeah. But Microsoft has not revealed any changes yet. But the company is, you know, they're currently testing a beta for Xbox One. So we'll see. And it, it hasn't been revealed yet. So people can still, will still be angry about it. So until then, I'll sit on my high horse and look down at all you peons and just wait for the announcement. Snooty, so, snooty, snooty. In my gamer elitist academy <laughs> that I've started that only I am allowed in. Speaking of gaming elitists, I'm not sure if you saw the other news. Uh, oh, my God. This is just so crazy. How did we get to this point so fast? There might be gaming in the 2024 Olympics. I'll say that okay. again just because I feel like people have been like, oh, I don't know if I heard that correctly. There might be gaming in the 2024 Olympics. Oh, 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 oh. Show some respect. I'm kneeling right now. <laughs> Are you doing the Jesse Owens hand in the air? No, I'm kneeling. Oh, Kaepernick you? kneeling with my afro. Oh, I got it. Everyone's going to boycott this podcast when we have zero viewers next week. How dare he? There goes our NFL partnership. Mm-hmm. Just disrespectful to the Olympics. Disrespectful. Is it disrespectful just to have gaming <laughs> considered for the Olympics? I, it's a global event. Everyone can play it. Yeah. You know, everyone could, you know, not the third world countries, because I don't know how they're going to be able to afford rigs, but those high power, rich power nations like China, Korea, United States, Canada, Sweden, they all have teams. It is just so bizarre to me to think of that happening that you would cut from like diving or like hurdles to baseball. Yeah, a bunch of guys playing Overwatch. Do you remember they, they tried to take wrestling out of the olympics and people lost their minds wrestling has been in the olympics since the olympics began in ancient greece and now they're like yeah let's throw in video games they should put wwe wrestling in the olympics but i maybe you can play it on the game yeah (laughs) maybe that's the esport event they'll play uh wwe 2k 17 they should just play video game versions of all the other olympic sports what games are they playing well nobody knows yet this is all like preliminary preliminary talks but they haven't picked what game they would play would it only be one game isn't that another question to ask yeah you have to only play one game and what i I don't understand what game would be deemed worthy to grace the halls of the olympics could you imagine it wouldn't be overwatch probably but the yeah i would imagine so especially if this league takes off but the amount of money you would generate if you were the developer of that game just by something like this it's insane you can now make games and then five years out from when the game was released, it has a brand new life and explodes again. Yeah, that's true. Ah, man, I'm just like, I'm trying to figure out what old games you could bring, like a Smash Brothers or like a, it would have to be like a Dota 2, right? It'd have to be one of those games. Like League of Legends or something like that? I, like a StarCraft 2? I guess Hearts. it's it's like, what are you going for? This is what's weird about it. Uh, we don't even have one, there's not one swimming event, there's not one running event, there's not one, like, that's track true. and field event. And video games have tons and tons of different types of video games. And, like, what is... How do you make this decision? I Who didn't makes think this about decision? that. You just answered that question that we were mulling over. So it could be have a fighting competition where they'd have, like, Street Fighter. Have, like, a team group competition where you'd have, like, Dota teams against each other. You'd have maybe have, like... It'd be similar to... Not track, but, like, diving in a way. 
like your teams, your groups, your do- your duels, your doubles. Why? It work. I just don't. It's interesting. It's interesting for sure. It's just like, why does this have to be in the Olympics, you know? Money. Yeah, pretty it's much. That's money. exactly what it is. And I think people are trying to say like, oh, no, it's because it's given it the respect that it deserves and hasn't gotten for a long time. Like, no, it's not. It's to capitalize on a younger market. That's what they're trying to do. Young, you know, young people. And young people would rather watch people play video games than watch people pole vault. Yeah, okay. So, What's the, what are the ratings for inter-Olympics um, swimming? Nobody's watching Michael Phelps <laughs> on think, the years think, that they're um, on Olympics. Swimming, I think swimming and track are the higher rated, the highest rated, and gymnastics, right? Probably, I well, so. definitely during the Olympics, and maybe, I mean, compared to, what, like shot put or something, probably yeah. during the off years, but it's not baseball, and it's not basketball, and it's not football. Yeah, but those aren't, you know, those aren't Olympic sports, so... In terms of like what they're gonna, well, baseball is, and baseball wasn't bringing in any revenue because I don't know, I don't understand why they took out baseball, but it's it, it's a way to bring in younger audience, it's a way to bring in a broader a broader audience because you're gonna get a lot of people from different younger people from different countries are gonna get into it. Apparently, esports is really big in different countries. That's not this country, so I don't know. It's probably gonna blow up, and it's a good gateway, I guess. What is a better way to expose the sport to millions of people rather than the Olympics? that's when I'm watching sports that I would never care about is yeah. during the Olympics. I'm never going to watch karate. I'm a huge karate guy. Everybody knows that about me. Karate's awesome to watch during the Olympics. It's, it's awesome. Karate or whatever. What is it called? Judo? Whatever it's called. I don't know. It's one of those late night that they don't, gets no respect. So I, I, I could see it. They have shot put. They show shot put. They show archery. Yeah. But we not? also we don't have competitive eating and we don't have dominoes. So why are we adding gaming? They're adding skateboarding. Skateboarding's a sport. No, it's not. Skateboarding's a hobby. Sure. All right, but at least it's an athletic it's hobby. It's the same as gaming. It's a hobby. It, yeah, it's 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 hard. I'm not saying that anybody can pick up a skateboard and do it. Well, I'm not but saying not that about... can pick up a Dota 2 and dominate in the way that these dudes are dominating. No, they can't, but it's not an athletic endeavor. You're not an athlete. Mental athlete. Fine, but so then let's make poker an Olympic sport. No, that's gambling. No, it's that's different. You have to bring up a better comparison. Connect Four. Everybody mm. loves Connect Four. Throw it in there. That's a, that's a good one. Like yeah. chess. Chess should be an Olympic chess, sport. Oh, that's a great. That's a that's an actual example. I was giving joke examples. Chess should be an Olympic sport, in my opinion. Yeah. Why not? I mean, if if competitive gaming is an Olympic sport, then chess is an Olympic sport. And by the way, chess players are now athletes. Yeah, they are. Yeah. It's a mental athlete. Yeah. If we you wanna... need to start taking mental athletes serious. I'm fine with taking them serious, but as long as we know that that's, like, the door that we have now opened. If you are going to say to me that esports are a sport, then chess is also a sport. And you can't, unless somebody has a really great argument, I don't see an argument out of that. Because, why? Because your thumbs are moving a little bit faster? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, look. They added climbing, surfing, skateboarding. They added karate. I was wrong. I thought, I must have been watching something else. It must have been judo. So, um... (laughs) What's the difference? Maybe maybe it's a time to start expanding. Sports are it's a wild world of sports. It used to be my favorite show growing up. Sports <laughs> are universal. There's all kinds of sports out there. Yeah. So maybe we just need to you know maybe we need to start adding hobbies. Maybe pretty soon Dungeons and Dragons are going to be in the Olympics. So I would watch that. I would watch Dungeons and Dragons if the moves that you decided to make were played out by actual other athletes from other Olympic sports and they had to fight each other dressed up as like. 
a Drogon or something. I like, don't know how I feel about that. Actually, I take I walk that back. <laughs> look, if you had like a shot putter from like Latvia and you just put like some rabbit ears on him, and then he had to smack a giant foam sword against like some high diver from China in a wizard robe, you wouldn't watch that. That'd be the greatest right. thing that was ever put on back. television. I walk back my previous statement. I would watch that every day. <laughs> if I would that's watch that, that every single day of my life. I'm getting that trended <laughs> trending on Twitter. I think, I think we need to we need to quit the podcast and just get that started. This is my life's work. So I don't I mean, look, man. Good for esports. Like we we talk about them, uh, talk about it every week. We might become an esports podcast, but good on them. They're making money, and people are starting to, I guess, respect them. Except for ESPN. Why not? Why not? At chess, at esports, bowling. competitive reading, at everything. Bowling, <laughs> competitive shoot. reading. Like whoever at gets every- through a paragraph faster. Done. Like, who, who's <laughs> You know, have them write a one-page report. Object, you know, get the best judges in the world. Just made a so whole bunch of kids I went to college with happy. Why not, though? The Olympics, why not? Yeah, why I'm sorry. Not? The Olympics should include every obscure, just, <clears throat> is that a sport type sport out there? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, get cornhole. Throw them in get there. Go. Competitive beer pong. Ultimate. Yeah, competitive beer pong. Get ultimate. Frisbee. Get all that stuff in there. I want to get weird with it. I want to have uh, a side Olympics that just have all the wacky, weird Olympic sports. And then you throw in a whole bunch of, like, weird video games in there, too. Why not? Yeah, why not? This isn't even that new, because at the Rio Olympics, it wasn't officially sanctioned by the Olympics, and they didn't give out um, medals. But they did have, like, a gaming competition that was in Rio, like, outside of the Olympics. Oh, they did? They did. didn't have all these weird sports in it? Uh, I don't know what games they played, but they did do this. So, I mean, like, this, is, this isn't brand new. It's just, I feel like competitive gaming has just exploded in, like, this year. Like, it, it existed for a long time, and now it just, like, immediately went mainstream. Yeah. I don't, because of Twitch, I don't understand what happened. If you're listening to the podcast, please tell us what happened, because I don't get it. <laughs> I think they're also thinking about adding three-on-three basketball I'm looking at, so that'd be cool. That'd so be three on three, Three-on-three basketball and esports are going to be added the same year. Look, I'm all for it. Let's throw in a whole bunch of crazy crap in the Olympics. I don't care. The Olympics are like the most fun thing in the world because you watch a whole bunch of stuff you don't care about and start cheering for it just because somebody has a flag on their chest. The Olympics are a crazy thing. I love them. I like international sports more than anything in the world because it makes me have pride in America more than anything else. So in other, like, really did this really happen news, if you were on social media this week, you probably saw the Hellblade Senua's, correct myself, Senua's Sacrifice, Senua, Senua's Senua's Sacrifice, which was a hot and heavy game that was released this week from Ninja Theory, it's a fantasy adventure starring Senua, a character who battles mental illness as she, like, ventures through this hellish underworld type areas. There was this big controversy because Gamer, a person who was playing this game, discovered that if you die too many times, your save file would be completely deleted. And if that, yeah, everyone knows what happens if your save file is deleted, you have to restart the game from square one. As you know, gamers were in an uproar, people raged, people got really angry, people took to Twitter, they got on their torch, they lit their torches. On Twitter of all places. Yeah, they got angry, they got in a group. They got mad. Like I said, they got their torches. They started attacking people. It was a brutal place. And it turned out that it was all just a farce. No. 
yeah, turned out it was a farce. It turns out actually that spoilers of head turn turn this off if you don't want to be spoiled about this game. The young lady in this game suffers from psychosis. It turns out that the if you died multiple times, a message would come up on your screen that said, "If you keep dying, your save file will be dele- deleted." This is a symptom of her psychosis. So it's kind of a meta type explanation of people dealing with psychos- psychosis, which is kind so of interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. It's kind of like a cool decision to make as the game designers. And right. yet here we are again of everyone just reacting to something without looking into it at all. And just being like, what the hell is this? Yeah, and it's upsetting because I was really upset when I saw this story. Not about the permadeath, but man, that was something that if I would have seen in the game without it being spoiled, as I spoil it to this podcast, that would have been something very interesting to see. Um, that would have been something that, that I would have been really stoked to see, especially, I don't know. I would have been, man, that would have been fantastic. That's one of those gaming moments that would have been like something I would have talked about at the end of the year. As gaming moment of the year. Yeah, I mean, it, it would take crazy balls to do that as a game developer. Because you're alienating a huge group of people if you do that. Yeah, and it, it, people freaked out. And there was two sides of this. There were people that were freaking out like, I don't want to play this. I don't want to put money into a game where I have to restart it every time. And then there were the people that were like, shut up. You're a wuss. Shut up. Get good. Shut up. No one wants to be challenged anymore. So it was just this combination of just vitriol being thrown from both sides, and it was just a nasty morning. And it, it happened in the morning. I woke up to this, and I was like, oh, this game is trending for good reason. You don't really see games trending, especially indie games released by Ninja Theory. I was a little amazed to see the backlash from it. And then it turned out to be nothing, a big nothing burger. <laughs> Surprise, yeah. <laughs> Which seems to be the case more often than not with a lot of these things, is that if you actually read into it, it's never... I don't know, it's, it's all just so reactionary. What's insane is that somebody would want to buy a game where you could spend 10 hours in it and then have to redo those same 10 hours. It's just bananas. Do you, like, do you like getting challenged? Not like that. Well, come on now. I mean... How long is the game? It's. I think it's. They, I've heard it's 12 hours. I bought it. I'm probably going to stream it. I've been freaking out because I heard... That it's one of those like nightmarish type experiences, psychological, because she she it's, has voices that talk to her. Right. It says it was the entire game. It says it was created in collaboration with neuroscientists and people who experience psychosis. Yeah, it's one of those games that's like getting talked about. So yeah. I'm going to play it this weekend. I'm probably going to stream it. I've just been kind of. It's it's one of those games that it's, it, you have to be in the right state of mind to play. You have to be willing to take on something really heavy. But it, back to back to your point, Bloodborne. Dark Souls, Demon Souls, those series right. in a similar vein are that challenging, and some people like to be challenged, you know. I, so I I love Bloodborne. Yeah, I love I love you know, and it's a, it's a different type of game genre for sure. I'm asking more this way because Dark Souls is super challenging, right? And you die over and over and over again, and sometimes you'll have to do like an entire section again, but you don't have to start again. all the way over from the very beginning every time. You have to redo like thirty minutes hour segments at a time but and, not 10 hours well it's be, like we said gamers are like weak now and i'm you know i'm one of those guys that complains if a game gets too hard and a lot of developers are making things really easy for those type for the, uh, that type of people so when they release games like a crash bandicoot people rage when they can't beat it you know what i mean so games have been getting easy for a long time there's we're starting to see a certain challenge to them again and this is a challenge. You have to, if permadeath makes you 
approach different events very strategically. I'm going to go... Bloodborne and Dark Souls and Demon Souls, you have to approach things very hesitant. You're not just running into everything, hacking and slashing. Right. You have to really think about the moves you want to make. And this is another type of game where I think everything is very deliberate. You have to think... You have to really think about every move you make in this game. It opens doors for permadeath. And I think certain games, like roguelikes, they introduce that permadeath-type situation, but nothing to an extent where you have to play segment a whole game over. And I would like to see more things like that. There's so many other games that if you don't want to do this game, then just don't play it. Like, I don't think that a game shouldn't exist just because it did something like that. And, I mean, obviously this game isn't even doing that, but if a game were to do this in the future, it can exist, whatever. Who cares? Like, let it exist. I don't have to like it. It doesn't matter. Its existence doesn't insult me. And if it's a game that you would never be interested in buying in the first place, why do you have an opinion on it? Perfect. So what, like, I saw a lot of people just, like, complaining about it, and I would never buy a permadeath game, but I would have liked to see those people look at a gameplay video, think about if that's a game that they would like to buy in the first place, and then I'd like to hear an opinion from them. But if this is not a type of game that you're going to buy in the first place... Why are you going on Twitter or why are you going online making an opinion? It doesn't make sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't make opinions on things I don't read. Like I, like I said, I don't read a lot. Therefore, I don't make a lot of opinions. Don't make opinions on games you don't know anything about. Right. Is my, my argument here. Don't make opinions about any... Well, don't voice vitriol about something that you're ignorant on or something that you're not even really invested in to begin with. Particularly yeah. when it's something that's art... Because there's 8,100 other things that you could be doing. Like, like, this game's existence doesn't dismiss all other games in existence. You don't want to play Hellplate? Cool. Go pick up Stardew Valley. Perfect. And this is a game where, look, we, we have. To, I think we should have talk about this. This is a very big topic. This is Games are getting to the point where they're becoming more like experiences. Right. So there's certain games where you're just sitting back and you put button prompting. There's certain games where there's still a game behind it, but it's... They're exposing you to some heavy-handed stuff. This mental illness is heavy-handed, and it has never been accurately portrayed. It doesn't get accurately portrayed across any medium. Any medium. Television, um, video games, movies. You never really see mental illness get accurately portrayed. It's always, like, offensive. It's always stereotypical. And it, it sounds like this game got it. And for them to actually take the time to get neuroscientists, to get people that study this to get people that suffer from these type of symptoms behind this is fantastic and it's something that should be appreciated and if it's something that you're going to complain over a certain mechanic that you don't even you don't even know about you didn't even take the time to research and you're taking you know you may take people away from even wanting to partake in that experience that's that's something that's i don't know i can't it's unforgivable to me yeah again it's just stop being so angry about things you don't even really care about yeah you know it's just chill like just don't spend money on it ignore it yeah move on if you really don't care about it then like stop spending so much time talking about it yeah if it doesn't make money it won't come back here's an example bad example tales of the borderland i saw they're making or they had a report on it that it's not they're not going to be a second season tales of the borderland was my favorite telltale game there's a reason why tales of the borderland didn't sell well is because people were burnt out of telltale games so that's an example. You don't buy something, you're not going to get another one. So just don't support something you're sick of. Right. And stop giving it free press <laughs> if you really yeah. feel that way about it. Yeah, that's it. 
So now we are going to have to deal with like five seasons of Batman instead of new Telltale properties because they're not selling well anymore. So it's same re- reason. If you don't like games that deal with heavy-handed, uh, if you don't like games that do give you crazy hard mechanics, if you don't like k- games that deal with heavy-handed issues, don't buy it. They won't make them anymore. Problem solved. We'll keep getting Call of Duties. <laughs> I like Call of Duty. Yeah, I do too. But it's you know it's a. I didn't mean to bash Call of Duty, but Call of Duty is a brainless game that doesn't really take a lot of thinking. Yeah, These games, fine. you know, put you in challenging situations. Yeah. Um, this game, I believe Tacoma that just came out, games like Gone Home, these heavy-handed, and I don't even like Gone Home, but these like heavy-handed games that cause you to take a step back and really like, man, that's more. that was more than a video game. That was an experience. And I think there's room with that. There's room for that right next to Call of Duty. You know, why not have both? And we do have both. If you don't want it, don't buy it. No, there's no room for it in Call of Duty. This is a whole lot of different argument. No, no, no. I'm not saying in Call of Duty. I'm saying that oh, both of these things can exist. Oh, I, I got you. Yes. They, yeah. And they both need to exist, you know? Yeah. Like, like rap. We, we, need our, we need our Kendrick Lamars and we need our Young Thugs. Like, it's just, you, you need a balance of everything, yeah. right? I don't, so. Not every movie has to be Citizen Kane. For balance, people. We need balance. That, that's the key to everything is balance. If the Jedis have taught us one thing, it's that we need balance. Apparently, Luke isn't about balance anymore in the new ones. Yeah, who knows? All right, let's return to a segment that we haven't done in a couple weeks that we don't really have a name for because we stole it from a television show. But this is What Grinds Our Gears. Hey, knock it off. Stop that. Just get out of here with that. Don't do it anymore. What are you doing over there? Stop that. Yeah. Hey, knock it off. You jerk. I don't like it. It makes me feel uncomfortable. That, that's all I'm saying. If you could please just don't. That's the name of the segment. It's not Don't Ground Our Gears. The name that we just said is the name of the segment. <laughs> we remember it. It's written down, but it's up yeah. to you to repeat it. Somewhere. All right, well, here's the thing that is uh, driving us nuts this week. Uh, Nintendo's getting sued, <laughs> and they're getting sued over the design of their detachable Switch console controllers by a game company that we've all heard of. You know, this classic game company, Game Vice. <laughs> don't, knock, don't knock them. Don't okay, yeah. You know what? It's, maybe it's not fair of me to just bash. Yeah, no, no. They already got their ideas stolen by Nintendo. We don't need them. You, we don't need Patrick Shanley to knock them too. Uh, using my power of having a podcast, I'm just going to slander Game Vice into the ground. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I'm joking. Yeah. Uh, so Game Vice is suing Nintendo. Um, Nintendo's controllers for their Switch, the the clickable, portable Joy-Cons that they have, was a design that Game Vice is saying that they designed in 2008 uh, under the instruction of VR Oculus VR's CEO, uh, Brandon Iribe. And this is something that they said they had a patent for. I'm looking at a picture of their design right now. They do look very similar. But this they do. Is, these controllers are more like an add-on um to an ipad uh for like mobile gaming so it's i don't want to compare it to mad cats but you're sort of selling a periphery not a console i i wonder if that plays into it legally because you're suing i understand that you're suing over the controller design but the controller is part of a system and it's also integrated into the system and i really don't know how how your intellectual property how you could own this idea seems bizarre yeah i i guess that's my Big thing, you, you're not you didn't you patent the controllers. What you patent is an attachment to a phone, but you're causing you're asking for a C cell across all Nintendo Switches, which is I don't I don't get it, man. Well, how are you gonna C cell something that sold 4.7 million units? 
So, in a vein, does that also mean that Apple could sue Nintendo for coming up with a tablet Right, device? they have a portable screen. Yeah, I don't understand. Does anyone have a patent on the tablet device? I'm sure somebody does, but I mean, like, it's... This is what I'm saying. It, it's not... I can understand the similarities. There are similarities. But you didn't create something that didn't already kind of exist and that the industry wasn't already kind of going in anyway. You know? Nintendo, in 2008, already had the Wii. They already had mobile controllers. They didn't click onto a screen. But that's not some crazy idea that, like, only you had, Game Vice. Is there something about the clickability that goes into it that that's the thing that's patented? If it was something like that, like a Velcro-type thing, you know, like something that you invented that was not in existence beforehand, that would make sense to me. But this is just you. It's a controller. It's a controller, man. You came up with this 10 years ago, almost 10 years ago. You didn't profit on it in that time. How are you owed damages at this point? Like, you had your time. Why didn't it work before this? Like, why now are you suing them? You're trying to get a quick payday. Stop suing everybody. Uh, yeah, and I don't think they're, they're – are they asking for damages or are they just asking for the Nintendo Switch to stop selling because they're infringing on their sales? But it doesn't make any like, sense. How is this hurting your product? You don't even have – the only thing that would hurt is the sales of, like, an iPad. You're not making the game. You just made a controller that snaps onto it. Well, listen, I was actually thinking about buying a brand new iPad and one of these handy, crafty, whatever these things are called. What is this thing called? This this controller from Game Vice, so I could play my old Capcom games on. So yes, I would much rather buy an, a new iPad and one of these stupid little controllers that I can attach to my iPad play Sonic. Yeah, it, it's stupid. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, it, literally, it makes no sense. If anyone should be suing anybody, it should be Apple. Yeah, it should be. That's why who has a patent of the tablet? And I don't even think they ripped your design because this looks like something that Nintendo would have came up with anyway. Nintendo's design is pretty... Uh, the derivative has a negative connotation, but it's like pretty much in line with their last two systems. Like, this was a yeah. basic evolution to where we are at the Switch right now. <sighs> we'll see if they have a case. We'll see. It's, it sounds like it's gonna it's catching weight. So, it was, this was just announced like two days ago, so we'll... S- Dude, good luck taking on Nintendo, too. Yeah, the Disney of video game companies. Yeah, they literally, that's, a, that's exactly what they are. Are you playing anything new? What are you playing this week? I've still been playing Stardew Valley. I'm just like deep in Stardew Valley. It, I'm telling you, it's like a dark hole. It's amazing. I love it so much. Yeah. Yeah. Have, but, anything new? Just have you cleared out your farm yet? Uh, no, I'm actually, I'm just getting into fall. Okay. You just starting your new season? Yeah. Okay. So it's been nice. fun. What are you playing this week, Eddie? I haven't really done a lot because just like stuff at work has been crazy, but um, I'm probably going to play some... I don't know why I can't ever remember the name of this game. Some Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. Yeah. I did buy that like Tuesday. I just haven't... Been, I just... I told you it's too... It's a heavy it's thing spooky, for me to get into. Yeah. So I'll probably play some of that. Rise. Or Pyre. Not Rise. Pyre. Nice. Play, still getting my way through Pyre. I play like a ride a night. So I got... I finally <laughs> lost my favorite character. So... Oh. Not in a bad way. It's a good way. Nice. They ascend. They well, ascend... The greatness. We are streaming uh, more and more on Twitch. I'm going to be on maybe later today, which won't be helpful to anyone listening to this because this will be in the past. Hello, future everybody. Um, but yeah, look for us on Twitch, uh, Name of Versus Saiyan. Uh, find us on Twitter. Find us on Facebook. Send us an email. Drop us a comment. Uh, we are still giving away a free backpack to anyone who answers 
this question. This popular phrase is from a popular franchise which debuted its first game back in 2008. This phrase right here changed everything you thought about this game with a major plot twist and is somewhat of a spoiler, so I apologize. We want to know what game this phrase is from. And this phrase is simply, would you kindly? Again, this phrase is, would you kindly? And we simply want you to leave a comment, first person to comment, send us an email of what game this is from wins a free Rick and Morty backpack. What a deal. The game is afoot. Well, thank you very much, everybody. Uh, please uh, comment, link, share, blah, 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 video internet stuff. Uh, we love you and thank you very much for listening. Yes, love you. Uh, yeah. Okay, awesome.